get nervous and they don't want to purchase tickets for any others, they then start looking at, okay, maybe I should only go to the big names. And so what we do as community builders and conference planners has a trickle-down effect to everybody in the industry. And that's just the truth of the situation. I know that's a burden that nobody asked for, but at the same token, it is the truth. I got drip for sale. I got drip for sale. I got drip for sale. Hey, I got drip for sale. Hey, I got drip for sale. That's what it be feeling like half the time being a podcaster. We trying to sell our drip a little bit. But hey guys, my name is Anna Gogo, founder of Black Pod Collective, Black Pod Festival, and Adode Media, your full service podcast production agency. And y'all not gonna like this episode. But it's okay, you know, hopefully you don't cancel me and all is Gucci. So this week I am touching on the podcast industry, baby. So this is not a how-to. This is once again my hot take on things. Welcome to my hot take. I think that's what we're going to call these, Matthew. What do you think about hot takes with Anna? All right. We got a new segment on the hand. Do, 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 do. Hot takes with Anna. Okay, so this hot take is about podcast conferences and events. Now, I have no clue when this episode is going to launch, so who knows what you would have watched before this. So if you would watch this other episode with a special guest, you probably know what I'm about to say. If you did not, go ahead and utilize the details in my show notes to kind of get some insights. But right now, my hot take around these podcast conferences, baby, it is a shit show. Sorry, mom. I know you told me to stop cussing so much, but it is a mess. And the thing about this is it's just a lot going on. So if you do or do not know, over the course of depending on when this launches, which Matthew, we're probably gonna have to launch this sooner than later so it can be relevant content. We've had She Podcast who had to cancel their event and they've moved to a virtual event. And then we have the UK podcast, women podcast event that's had to cancel their event. Women of color had to cancel their retreat. I think that's all of the ones that I know at this time. And quite frankly, all of these cancellations, of course, has people nervous because as you know, not to say it, but you know, I got to say it, is that the white conferences ain't get canceled, okay? PodFest happened in January, baby, and they were fine. Podcast Movement had theirs, and they were fine. The white folks have been okay, and guess what? That's okay, baby, but it's it's also indicative of the times that we kind of live in right now. And what I mean by this is we are literally in a stage and a time where, how do I say this? The days of where people were feeling guilty, because let's be honest, A lot of the attention that black creators were getting and, you know, funds being put aside for black creators, a lot of those things were done out of white guilt. And that's just the truth. And a lot of people benefited from that. So around the time of what happened with George Floyd and his murder, a lot of people started taking heed and saying that they were going to show up more for black people. And yes, that was great. But some of that was performative. And as much as the podcast industry is diverse and doing better, it's not going to dodge this bullet. 
And that's what's happening right now. I think we're seeing a shift. This is my hot take. I think we are seeing a shift to where brands don't care as much as they used to about the vulnerable community, about those who are not getting the same access. So that's the LGBTQIA+. And I hope I said that right. If I did not, please do not cancel me. The black community, Latino, Asian, everybody, BIPOC. And it's one of those things where it's that notion. Somebody told me the other day and like it... it Caught me off guard because they're like, you know, black people need to go back to pulling themselves up their bootstraps. And I was like, oh, okay. We built this country. What you mean? I think we pulled our bootstraps up high enough. But that's another conversation. And so it's this notion of where instead of looking at it as this good thing to do, a lot of brands are now looking at it as in stop putting your hand out. We've done enough. And I really want us to start thinking through like, Our podcast conference is dead for the marginalized communities. Yes, that was the word I was looking for earlier that I struggled with. But our podcast conference is dead for marginalized communities because here's my thing. I feel like the reason CultureCon has done really well in what they've built is because it's not just specific to any one race. Yes, it's mainly black people who go, but they never say that CultureCon is for black people only. And I think when we start going overly segmented, which is what has happened in the podcast space, where there's black podcasters, there's Latino podcaster communities, there's Asian American podcast communities, then there's BIPOC podcast communities, then there's at least four or five different communities for black people. At this point, there's so many communities that I think for brands, it's hard for them to even recognize where should they be spending their money. We as a community are so segmented that I do think it is leading to our demise. Yes, I said it. It's leading to it. Because here's my hot take. Take it for what it is. If we keep showing up the way we've been showing, our conferences aren't going to make it. Like what happened with Chic Podcast is sad to me. And I talked about this on a different episode and people have been giving them some backlash and everything else in between. And here's the thing. I feel for them. I genuinely do, because as a person who's put my own money on the line to plan something that I believed in. I get it. I get the hurt. I get the hardship. I get the sleepless nights and trying to figure this out because you want to show up for the community, but the community ain't showing up for you. That's the truth of it. And they don't owe us anything. And yes, I talk about this in a different episode, but they don't owe us to show up. And I think there's this notion out here of I built it and they will come. This is not Noah's Ark. That is the truth. It is not. And, you know, we are doing good work and everything else in between, but that's just not how this space is panning out. And so I want us to ask ourselves as we look at podcast conferences, one, what gets you to go to a conference? Like really, really and truly. I have my thoughts on what really gets people to go, but let's not put my biases into it. I really want to hear from you guys. What gets you to come to a podcast conference specifically? And then the last conference that you went to that was not podcasting related, what drove you to it? What made you decide to spend the $200 or $75? It all depends. What made you decide that this is what you were going to do? I think those reasons have changed. I think a lot of people are trying to figure out their way. I think podcasting has changed. So much is going on. And let's also keep it a buck. As a community, black people wait till last minute to buy tickets for everything. 
And I am guilty of this too. Please do not think that this is me being like, and this is you guys. No, I had a whole event that I bought the ticket. When me and my friends said we were going, it was $50. I bought my ticket an hour before the event for $150 because I waited till the last minute and everybody was like, girl, you're supposed to be coming. And I'm like, well, I never go out. So I guess I'm spending the money. And then I didn't even get in because I forgot my ID at home. So that was a bust. But it's just to show that this is this is our norm. We wait till the last minute and I don't know what it is. I don't know if we get so busy or we think it's going to be canceled or what the situation is or we're trying to see who else is going to pull up. Because that's the truth of it. We like to make sure that other people are going to be there. What's the it thing to be at? Who is showing up? And if we don't see that the celebrities or the people that we want to see are going to be at it, guess what? As black people, we don't go to stuff. And so from a people of color perspective, our buying habits are different. Now, I have never been a white person in my life. So I cannot speak to those buying habits or what's going on with their communities. And so I don't know what drives a white person or somebody who is not black to go to a conference. And I would love, because I know, you know, I have friends and all these things. I would love to hear from you of like, what drives you to spend the two, $300 on a ticket to the event, another $500 on a flight, another $1,000 on a hotel room for a week. And that's on the low end. What drives you to do that? And so that's my big question right now is, are podcast conferences dead I don't have the answers, but it's starting to look like it's a little glim for marginalized communities. It is starting to look a lot like that. And as a person who has a conference, it's concerning, you know, and the truth of the situation is hearing no after no after no. And you're just like, who Jesus, can we do it? And so I want people to show all podcast communities, all podcast conferences some grace. But I also want podcast conferences and community builders to also be realistic with yourself and do what's right by your community. Like saying that you're doing what's right and actually doing what's right are not always one and the same. Um, I'm not going to put anybody on front street because, quite frankly, if you don't already know, it is what it is. I may have talked about it in another episode. But at the same token, it's important that we show up in integrity because if one podcast conference, especially a smaller one, does something, it does have a trickle-down effect to all of us because then people are looking and saying, like, wait a minute, if the smaller conferences aren't able to do X, Y, and Z, should I entrust this? Should I purchase my ticket to come to this one? Will it get canceled as well? Like, I've gotten a lot of emails about that. And my answer is, I just genuinely do not know. You know, that that's my truth. I hope not. Will we get canceled? Will Black Pop Festival still happen? I don't know. I really don't. When people start seeing that, you know, marginalized communities and our conferences are getting canceled and it's not following through, people get nervous and they don't want to purchase tickets for any others. They then start looking at, okay, maybe I should only go to the big names. And so what we do as community builders and conference planners has a trickle down effect to everybody in the industry. And that's just the truth of the situation. I know that's a burden that nobody asked for, but at the same token, it is the truth. We can do our best. We can, you know, put everything out there, but I feel like we should start asking ourselves as marginalized communities, do you still want a conference? Like I had to ask myself, when was the last time if I asked my community, do you actually want this conference? And it's making me realize like seeing these cancellations and these things from these founders and community builders that I need to start asking people what they want again, because 
we can create something and then year after year we keep doing it because we think that's what our community wants. You said that you wanted it three years ago, so I assume you still want it now. And the loudest people are who catches our attention. And quite frankly, I always love paying attention to my cheerleaders because I'm like, yay, I too am excited. But the people who don't like you, thankfully, they stay out my DMs because I think you recognize not to do that. But at the same token, I do want to hear from you. I'm not going to think it's hate unless you are coming at me with some hate because don't do that. But it might be a situation of we might need that hard pill to swallow of, hey, we actually don't want this anymore. We just didn't want to hurt your little feelings. No, tell me, baby. Don't have me wasting my time. Shoot, come talk to me real quick. Send me an anonymous DM. Is that possible? I don't know. But if so, do it. You know, and that's where I, that's my call to action for this episode. As community builders, as patrons, as people who go to conferences, do you still want that? Please send me an email and tell me yes or no. Do you still want to come and pay for it? Because wanting something and thinking it's valuable enough to invest in it are two different things. Wanting something and wanting to come for free so you're applying to be a speaker even though you just started your podcast so two weeks ago, those are not the same. So I, I do want to hear from you guys from a standpoint of, do you want this enough to invest in it? And not just Black Pie Festival. I'm talking about marginalized community conferences as a whole. Some of these other, like these bigger name po- podcast conferences, we're not there anyway. We don't go to those. So it already says to me, like the big names, like let's be real, podcast movement, it is mainly people in the industry. It is not that many independent creators. And I think that's how they set themselves up for it. And that's okay. Everybody can have their own niche. But the question ends up being, if we're not going to the largest podcast conference in the world as the marginalized communities, we're not really showing up there. And yes, a lot of times it's because we don't feel welcomed. Where are we going? And is it something that we care about? Do we want to be at this? Do we want to instead spend our money on Beyonce tickets? Not me, but hey, baby, do your thing. And so that's the question. Is a podcast conference something that you see as advantageous? And there's only one person who I've spoken to who told me, no, they don't find it advantageous because guess what? I will spend money. I'll go learn, get all the information, all the education. And still at the end of the day, I still don't know how to get money for this to keep it going and not feel like I am burnt out. And that is real. And so if that's how our community feels, tell us. Don't let us work our way on this hamster wheel and just plan a conference and put ourselves through a lot because we may make it look easy because we do not complain, but I'm here to complain. It is hard. It is hard. And I mean big time hard, big lotto hard. Like, baby, it is not for the week of heart. Spending $75,000 on something that you're like, this money is gone, gone. That's how much Black Pod Festival 2022 cost me. And so I need to know, is podcast conferences dead to you? Because you're like, look, if I spent all this money to go to something, yes, I might kiki with people. But at the end of the day, I still don't know how to sustain this podcast. Don't know how to grow it. Please shoot me a DM. Talk to me, baby. Let me know. Because here's the truth. I want this for the community. I do not need it for me. That's my truth. I no longer need Black Pod Festival, not for my personal growth, information, none of that. I do it because I want it for you. I want the way I've been able to build partnership, build relationships. I want that for everybody in my community. But if I have to ask just from what I'm seeing in an industry, is it dead? Tell me it's dead so I could go on about my life. Because maybe I could do something else with that money. Maybe get a BBL. No, I won't. I won't get no BBL. I'm just joking with y'all. 
But that's just the truth of it. And so I feel for everyone who's had to cancel. But for everyone who's had to cancel, use this as an opportunity to find out truly from your communities. Because here's the thing. I've been saying here's the thing. Clearly, that's the thing to say for hot takes. Hot takes with Anna has, I think it got me riled up. I was sleepy a second ago, baby. Baby, I'm awake. Here's the thing. If you truly have a community, you should be able to ask them something and they will actually talk to you. If you are still asking questions and speaking to Abyss and nobody's responding, you do not have a community. I am so sorry to be the one to tell you that. You have an audience. You have people who like to watch you, but they're not actually engaged with you. And community requires engagement. Community requires checking in. Like, think of your neighbors, not my neighbors, your neighbors. I don't really talk to my neighbors, but I'm not a good example. I talk all day. I don't be wanting to talk to people when I get home. We're not talking about that. But think of your neighbors. You have a community there in your neighborhood. And if, you, if you've if purchased a home, laid down roots, when you get out your car and say hello, your neighbor should say hello. Because that's community. You've built that. It's not an apartment. People in apartments don't always talk to each other. But when you've purchased the home and y'all live next door to each other, your community that you have built supposedly is your neighborhood. When you get out of your car, a.k.a. send an email to ask your community a question, or post something on social media asking them a question. When you know you've built a real community that so you can ask a sincere question and they will provide you with an answer. So I want us to start doing that more. Asking the community specifically, what will you spend your money on? Not what do you want? And hey, maybe a novel idea is maybe start doing to where it's like you pay for a wait list for the event. And if enough people pay to be on this wait list, then we know we're doing the event. If enough people don't do it by a certain date, here's your money back. Because I think we have to start reimagining this. We as community builders and conference planners, we cannot put ourselves on the line like this, stretch ourselves thin, our own finances, our mental health, our family, just all the things. We cannot do that when the people that we're supposedly doing it for don't actually want it. So I need to know, is podcast conferences dead Is that space over? Was the allure of it just right before the pandemic and after the pandemic or during it? Like people were dying for community and to be amongst others. But is that over? Is the recession the cause? Is it burnout from being a creator? Is it creative fatigue? What is it? That's the answer I do not know. And so I don't know if podcast conferences are dead. I think the industry shakeup episode where I talked about what's going on in the industry, I said that this was coming down the line. I said that, hey, all these layoffs are going to impact us as creators because of the fact that it's going to impact the people who do the work and what they can bring before us. And we see it actively happening now. Am I happy that I was right in my predictions for 2023? Heck no. But it's the truth of the situation. And so as independent creators, as conference planners, my call to action is, hey, if you really want to see the good things that the community builders that you trust, love, care for, whatever, and the platforms that they've been able to build, the segues that they've been able to take, you don't owe us a single thing, but we appreciate you nonetheless. If you care about the things that we're building and you appreciate us in return, tap into your resources. And I'm not talking about money. We don't. Talk enough about, hey, place our conference in your, place an ad in every, if everybody in my community placed an ad in their podcast, I could probably reach more than the shade room. I don't know what the shade room reaches, but I'm just saying that feels about right. We have over 8,000 followers on Instagram alone. 
If every last one of you posted about our conference, told a friend, like these are the things, show up for us in that way. If you have it in your heart, do it. If you don't, you don't owe us a single thing. That's my reminder. That's what I tell myself. Nobody asked me to do this, so nobody owes me a single thing. So that's where I leave you. I don't know the answer, but I want to ask you, do you feel like podcast conferences are dead? Is it something that you still have an interest in? If so, or if not, shoot me a DM. I would love to know. But thank you for this hot take with Anna. Oh my God, I love this new segment. Look at us with segments, oh segments, oh segments. Learning new things. Don't worry, guys. Soon enough, Matthew is going to have a microphone behind the behind the camera. So he's going to be joining the conversation. We're probably going to do a segment with Anna and Matthew because we're funny. I don't know if you picked up on that. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Trapper, trap, trap, trapping out the bendo. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in. If you like what you heard today and you are interested in joining us at Black Pop Festival 2023, please feel free to head over to the links in the show notes, bio, all the things. And you can follow me at Anna Agogo on all platforms. And until my next hot take, baby, y'all have a good one. Oh.